0: man we are back from the beach and you know when you think about it life's a beach and you read that on signs a lot man but it's true and some of us just out there in the water up to our ankles bro looking for shells and stuff some of us knee deep playing with them toys and some of us up to our gum necks man and maybe we caught in that of life don't know how to get out Still yet, some of us is up there on a the beach peeing on our brother's jellyfish things, man. Praise God. And I don't know if that has to do with anything, but we're here with you for another episode. So get ready. Let's get it, dude. One, two, three, four... Welcome back to another episode of True Story Bro Let me adjust my mic Okay, I think that's going to be a little bit better I am Blake, and as always, I'm here with my co-host Brandon What's up, Brandon?
1: How's it going?
0: Man, going pretty well We are fresh from our beach trip Uh, Had a lot of fun on that beach trip What, What about you?
1: Oh yeah, man! It was a blast. I can tell you one thing: the captain was not nice to me.
0: No, the captain was not nice to you. You know, when you bubble the captain that often, rarely ever is he is he just real nice to you.
1: I mean, it's you know, it's a hard lesson learned, but a lesson learned nonetheless.
0: Do you think you really learned the lesson, or do you think you're going to be right back? In the desk, learning that lesson again at some point. I mean,
1: time will tell, but let's just say, as far as learning thing goes, I have a very, you know, not a very good memory, I should say. So, you know, so I'll probably have to be taught that lesson again, unfortunately. I'm not looking forward to that day, but as of right now, lesson learned.
0: <laughs> I knew that you were going to need to be taught a pretty harsh lesson when I looked over and saw you asleep on the love seat. And you had the sandiest feet that I have ever seen in my life. Just all over the furniture. I'm like, this is why we can't have nice things. That's...
1: I plead the fifth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, before we get into this episode, let's uh, stick with tradition. Because it's time for Dad Joke Corner. Brendan, do you have a dad joke for us?
1: I do, actually. So, Blake... What does a horny frog say? Rub it. That's exactly right. Wow. Oh,
0: dude. Literally, I want you to know that I am so proud of myself. This moment will go down in true story, bro. History is the first time I was able to predict a dad joke. Ooh, I didn't know if it was That's gonna be true. like a ribbed play on words, like you know, ripped for her pleasure. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. if you turn it inside out, then it's ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> <So> think, <laughs> think about that. But uh, you know, we we left the listeners with a bit of a cliffhanger last week, and it was due to some. Poor communication between the two of us, wouldn't you say?
1: That's true. It's very, very true.
0: So, t- tell them what you thought was going
1: on. Okay, so basically, you mean as far as the miscommunication goes? Yeah,
0: yeah, tell them what happened.
1: Yeah, so, so last episode we were going to uh, tell the story of our, uh, of our friend and colleague, Jody. And uh, Blake was like making a noise right as I was starting to tell the story and I had thought he wanted to wait until this episode to say the story so I put my finger up said hold on and then carried it into this next episode when in fact he was just going to add on to the original story that I was going to tell so anyways here we are last episode over with this one golden pony boy
0: yeah, absolutely, and it's one crazy story. I will say that it, it, it's probably the craziest story that we had the whole time. I don't think anything comes close, even.
1: But <clears throat> yeah, not not as far as uh, that goes. Yeah, like as far as during the trip. Yeah,
0: let me let me set the stage. Imagine you're being whisked away. To a Friday night on the beach now I have talked to my friends and they say that they're going to go to Coyote Ugly we're staying at a hotel that's probably like a five to seven minute walk from Coyote Ugly at most uh, and that's a popular bar down there for those who who don't know what that is and they're gonna go down there and try to talk to some honeys you know trying to maybe Uh, Saddle up Get one of these ladies back to the room Now I would say What about an hour and a half Would you think Is about how long it was before they were back
1: Yeah that's about right
0: Okay so yeah They get back about an hour and a half After they leave uh, (coughs) And it's just the boys um, Except for Jody Jody's not there and I said where's Jody now my thoughts would have been he was probably like on the elevator or something like that maybe he stopped at the daiquiri place that was across the road Uh, what I didn't expect was that Jody had stayed at Coyote Ugly which is what they told me he was there uh, talking to some girls and he was going to come back alone well I know Jody and Jody is the kind of guy That just turns up missing all the time. You blink, Jody will go missing. That's just who he is. He's a a slippery guy. Uh, So...
1: A uh, sneaky snake, if you will.
0: Snake. And so I get a call, I guess it's probably three or four hours later. By this time, it's like one AM and I look down and it's Jody. I answer the phone. Now at this point like I'm almost asleep. He just called me before I went to sleep, which is lucky for him because my phone was on vibrate and there is no chance it would have woken me up. And everybody else for the most part was asleep. So who knows what would have happened to Jody. But he calls me, says, Hey come get me and my initial thoughts were, he wants me to come get him from Coyote Ugly. So, I just wanted to verify that. I said, come get you from where? He said, I'm outside the door. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I get up. I go to the door. I open the door. And Jody's not there. Well, I told him, Jody, you're, you're not at the hotel room. And Jody is obviously inebriated in his tone of voice. And I'll try to get that right. He says something to the effect of, It's not a funny joke. Come let me in the room. And I'm like, Dude, I'm outside the hotel room and you're not here. Now for those of you guys who listened to the unplanned episode, you know that once in Knoxville, Jody was so convinced that he was on the second floor of a place that he argued with me for like 20 minutes and he was not on the second floor. So I thought maybe we were going through another one of those issues, right? Jody was confused as to which floor he was on. So I said, Jody, I think you're on the wrong floor. He said, I'm on floor 21. I said, well, you're not on this floor 21. And he says, 2103. I say, yeah, that's that's our room number, but Jody, you're... You're not at 2103. I look down, and Jody's FaceTiming me. Now, I answer the FaceTime, and Jody has got his phone pointed at the placard beside a door that says 2103. And I'm like, well, I'd be dang. Jody is looking at a 2103. Now, the hotels we were staying at, they were like, I guess, sister hotels. Do you think that's probably a good way to put yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it was the Ocean Villa and the Ocean Ritz. And they were side by side, and they were, as far as like floors go, almost identical. So we were staying on the far end of the Ocean Ritz. So if I look to my left, I can look down the hallway... Of the ocean villa is just separated by like a small alley and I look to my left and there's Jody all the way down at the ocean villa (laughs) standing with his phone held out and I said Jody look to your left and I see him look and I just wave at him well at this point most people would think okay that's the end of that ordeal Brandon was that the end of that ordeal
1: no in fact you could almost call it just the beginning so we uh we get you know or he gets sorry he gets back to the original room right, our side he you know goes back down the elevator which took about an hour
0: by the way this was not this was not cut and dry like Jody just got in the elevator and came to the right hotel Jody got in the yeah. elevator, walked out to the road, and then walked into the same hotel five times before we got him to the right hotel. We had to go down and
1: oh, snap, take I didn't even him. know that.
0: Yeah, dude. I was on the phone with Jody and he was calling me names of people who were not on the trip. At one point, nice. he called Chubbs Brent Ray, and I know you you don't know Brent Ray, but Chubbs talked in his best Brett Ray voice and was like, yeah, Jody, you were up here at the hotel, comes So we were trying. Effort, but, uh, but no, and then Jody was like, oh, i got to pee real bad. So I'm like, Jody, you, you can pee when you get back to the hotel. And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, dude, Jody, you are going to go to jail. You can't just pee. I don't know where Jody peed. But he was like, I'm peeing right now. <laughs> I He could have peed in a hallway. He could have peed on someone. I have no idea where Jody peed. Fifteen years from now, Jody may be faced with some kind of R. Kelly-style charge for peeing on someone. <laughs> but we finally...
1: So, Do I? Yeah so, yeah, so finally, once he finally gets into the correct hotel... He gets up to the room. We let him in. And, you know, everybody's asleep except Blake. Ed and chops uh, And Chubbs, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm in one room and Logan's in the same room as me. And we're pretty much both passed out. And uh, so Jody makes his way in and he goes in to, uh, you know, because there was nine of us. So, you know, people were bunking together and stuff like that. Well, Jody and, and Crabtree, Crabtree's one of the people's, it was their bachelor party. You know, they were they were bunking together. So, Jody goes in, you know, just Patrick's wasted. He goes and lays down next to Crabtree in the bed in order to, uh, um, you know, go to sleep, pretty much, right? Well, then all of a sudden, he starts making this grunting noise. He starts going, ah! Like he's trying to do something. Crabtree wakes up and he says, Jody, are you pissing in the bed? And Crabtree was, you know, in a daze because he's just kind of waking up hearing this grunting noise. And Jody says, full straight face, just no reaction, no, not at all. (laughs) And then a couple seconds go by and Crabtree says, what's the the sound of that running water? Jody's like, Jody's like, I have no idea. And so Crabtree starts to get an aroma of, like, liquid asparagus. Right? And he, he, I just, I remember being on the opposite end of the the condo, and I hear Crabtree say, gosh, damn it, Jody, you're pissing on the floor. (laughs) This man had just straight dead face. Like nothing but underwear on. Pissed his self. Not only he soaked his underwear, soaked the mattress, the sheets, the box spring, he just and then the floor underneath it. And just completely soaked the floor. And of course everybody's asleep pretty much. And me and Logan both, out of a dead sleep, hear Crabtree just yell this and we both just start dying laughing just hysterically laughing. It was it was absolutely insane. And then, c- come to find out, I was talking to Crabtree on our way back, uh, you know, from Panama City Beach, and uh, come to find out that the last night they were there, you know, Jody may have slept twice the entire trip. The first night, he pissed on the floor. And the second night, uh, Crabtree said he... He just remembered, like, all of a sudden, Jody turned over and put his arm under his and was about to go chest to chest with Crabtree in bed. And Crabtree just says, Jody, what the fuck are you doing? And then Cra- Crabtree said he's never seen the look on Jody's face like that. Like, his whole soul jumped out of his body.
0: Because <laughs> he, he uh, caught.
1: And and he was just mortified. Like it, it scared the crap out of him. So he like jumped back really fast. And was like whoa 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 whoa, and just like I guess just completely scared the shit out of him. We asked Jody about it the next morning, and uh, he said he had no recollection of that ever happening. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know if you if one. you had been told all that or not.
0: Yeah, he Michael told me that that morning. He came in there and told me about it. But, dude, I think it should be noted that Jody is a notorious floor pisser. My buddy Luke, uh, he had a roommate at one point who was living with him. And he woke up one morning and Jody was standing in the corner of his room pissing on the floor. Who does that? <laughs> and apparently Jody went to a girl's house one time and pissed on her floor. Man. And I don't think that was the end of their situation. That's a really oh, understanding goodness. broad. Goodness. Yeah, so I mean, if you're thinking I'll tell about you what, though, having one Jody thing
1: is One other thing is kind of funny is, you know, we're on our way back, you know, and it's like a pff, six, six and a half hour drive. And uh, we're on our way back, and 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 Jody's just, you know, kind of passed out on the luggage in the back seat, you know, at a weird angle. Me and Crabtree are talking, and all of a sudden, you know, Blake calls. Blake calls, you know, Crabtree to see where we're at, stuff like that. And uh, Jody wakes up. Except whenever he wakes up, he goes, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And we're like, oh, no, he's about to puke. Because this dude looked like he was dead. Like, he was pale. You could tell that, you know, liquor did not help him out at all. And he was just in a horrible state of anything. Just, he was not in it. And we're like, oh, no, he's about to puke in the truck. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, my back. My back. My back hurts. My back's out. I need a chiropractor. My back hurts, and then just, just. <laughs> so, we just told him to stop being a pussy and move on. But, you know, it was just. You you should have just seen the look in Crabtree's face whenever he started saying that. Like you could tell Crabtree was like. He turned around like he was about to murder Jody because he was like, oh no, he's about to puke in my truck 100 percent.
0: Just full on alarm.
1: Oh yeah, like projectile.
0: That's hilarious. Man, they don't make make oh, 'em yeah. like Jody. Let me tell you right now. If you
1: No, he's a he, he truly is a different breed. I mean, he started drinking every single day by six AM.
0: Yeah. Dude, I I don't think I've ever met anyone like Jody to be completely honest. Uh, I mean it's a good thing. Yeah, no, more people like Jody would would not do the I mean, work. This had. man
1: this man comes out he's got three supplements. Like he's got like Milk thistle and like couple like couple other vitamins or whatever the case is, and he, he just gives me this full description of what it does for your body and your liver and how <laughs> yeah. it cleanses you and how it gets you ready and it keeps your keeps your liver going strong so you can drink more alcohol and I mean it this dude it was ridiculous.
0: It had vitamin C, vitamin D. I think. Yeah, it was vitamin
1: C, milk thistle, and like magnesium or something. No, not magnesium. <laughs> it was a. Uh, Something weird, but <laughs> just the fact that he had he brought all of his supplements with him just so that way he could drink more and drink longer. And I mean, this is the same dude that's just tipping up Jaeger and tipping up Captain and just all day. Just it is he is a different. I don't I don't think he's part of the human race to be honest with you.
0: Dude, we had been at the beach for. 15 uh, minutes and I saw someone pull out Jaeger and I was like well that's going to set the tone for this trip
1: oh uh, yeah and part of the captain bubbling I might have partaken in that a couple of times which I do not recommend
0: yeah man that day you went from 0 to 100 so fast like I just remember having a rational conversation with you and then 30 minutes later you were asleep
1: yeah, it was a uh, it was a long day.
0: Life comes at you fast, you know.
1: Yeah, and alcohol comes at you faster.
0: It sure will. It sure will. But uh, yeah, what uh, what have you learned? That's I guess that's the real question.
1: Uh, to be determined.
0: Well, if if there's a lesson that I want you to have learned, is so that if you're gonna go to sleep. Clean your feet off, okay? (laughs) The whole world
1: of Bikini Bottom, man. i got them sandy cheeks.
0: Yeah, you got them sandy cheeks and them front crabs, baby. Oof. (laughs) Well, guys, I think that's all we've got for you. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, but we're going to be back with you next week, and hopefully we'll have Kyle. So... Well uh yeah. we'll get sports expert Kyle on here. I know that we've got a a big fight coming up uh between Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, so I imagine that will be on the itinerary for next week. So yeah. stay tuned. That and
1: we'll get you guys caught up on some uh some preseason football, some uh you know Talk a little bit more about the uh, what they call the revenge game with uh, Mitch Trubisky on the Bills beating the Bears forty-six to six.
0: Yeah, yeah, we will cover it. Again, thanks to everybody who's been listening. Brennan, you got anything else to
1: say? Nah. <laughs>
0: All right. Catch you guys next week. Peace out.
1: Peace.